And welcome back to 216 Baseball, Cleveland Baseball Podcast. His name's Alex and my name's Paul. And if in the month of June your favorite baseball team was able to beat the White Sox, split the series against the Cards and the Cubs, but lost to the Pirates, Twins, and Tigers, then you're in the right spot. Let's get into it. What's going on, Alex? How you doing, man? Long time no see. I know. Yeah. No, I'm doing great, man. I'm uh, I'm tired today. I'm just going to be 100%, but it uh, doesn't mean I'm not pumped up about doing this. We are a day late, but you know we've had some stuff going on, and uh, I want to make sure I give the best content possible, so trust the process, um, unless you're Ben Simmons, because joke. Um, but anyway, yeah. I uh, I'm doing good. What about you, dude? You sound better, I'm, even if you just sniffled. I'm, yeah, I'm feeling a little bit better. Still got that. Still got a little bit of drainage in the nose. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah. we're getting. Make better sure you describe it. Gonna, describe yeah, it. It's real yeah. mucusy. No, shut like up. Don't weird not. milky yellow color. <laughs> okay, that that's actually the no, opposite I, of what I, I wanted you to do. I am feeling a lot better. Uh, the the green tea and self medication worked. Good. That's what I like to hear. Um, yeah, the Indians suck. So, I mean, we're going to get into that. <laughs> I just like, I just feel that's the, it's not even an elephant in the room. I think just reality yeah. caught up with this, right? Because it was like, how the hell are we even treading water and even adding a couple games there when we had no rotation? But it's just catching up and, you know, we don't have any room to complain. I mean, a little we bit. Said but it's it, like, the baseball gods always get theirs. Yeah, they do. But, I think we liked what we did last time. So you said there's something that you either want to ask me about or get my opinion or something. And, you know, we truly shoot from the hip. I have no well, idea what's coming I, I out of his like mouth. The, the little bit of the, the kind of like the game that we played last time, right? Where we kind of went through and picked our uh, two players that were going to be on, like that we wanted to be in the home run derby. I feel like I, I really like the idea of like a little back and forth game like that, right? All right. Except this time, I am going to. I have the list of these starters for the All Star game in front of me. Okay. And I'm going to see if you would be able to name them off by position, right? So, like, I'll, I'll say the American League first baseman. Who's the? Who do you think the starting All Star? Oh, this is fun. I'm having fun already. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Mom, can I stay the night? I'm having fun. Um, okay, gotcha. All right, so yeah, let's do it. I, I yeah, You know what's so, funny is? I actually haven't looked at the finalists. Like, hand to God. I, yep. you know, I keep up with baseball enough that I kind of knew who was in the mix, but I just, I, I, it's not that I don't care, right? I just, in a very blunt way, I don't. I do, but like, they'll be there and it's not any of our players. But yeah, yeah this is a good game. Look at you go. Let's go. All right, let's let's so, go through it. Yeah, we'll we'll start with the first baseman, right? American oh, League it's first base. It's Vladdy yep. all day, and it should. And be then because National League. A, oh, you got to do National League too. Oh, I got to dig American deep League and my, National League. Oh God! Oh no, brother! Um, my fantasy league's only American League. Uh, so yikes! Ooh. Um, 
Yeah, I know. I wish it was all leaks too, but it's a bunch of old white men and they've been doing it for a while. So I just take their money, you know, fuck them. <laughs> um, fuck them. Let's see. So first base of the national league is probably. Uh, I'll give you a little bit a... of a hint. He's a real, real fun guy. He's a you real can just f- tell he has a lot of fun. I, I feel like I know it. It's not Paul Goldschmidt. Who would be nope. popping off at first for the Dodgers? Nope. Uh, Max Muncy is hurt. Uh, can you give me the team? I'm sorry. I Just so people don't if listen to If I give you the team, it's going to give it away. He's a real fun guy. Uh, who are some really good teams that I would think? Uh, I'll, give you, uh, I'll give you the team. It's oh, is Atlanta. it Eric Cosmer? Oh, no, Atlanta. Atlanta. Oh, is it? Uh, it's oh, Frederick. It's uh, yeah, Freddie, Freddie Freeman, Freeman, right? Yeah, I should have known that. Again, I'm yep. not as Frederick. <laughs> Frederick. All right, so let's go to second base. That was second painful. base for the. Uh, we'll go with the American League. Second base should be Jose Altuve. Nope. Oh, okay. So then it's gonna be. Oh no, I know. It's um. Semyon's not short, is he? So it's Marcus Semyon then at second? Yep. Okay, yep. cool. And yeah, he popped off. The uh, National League second baseman. Is another, gonna... another older player. Older? Guy who's, been, guy, who, guy who's been in the league for a while. Ah, oh, shit. Isn't he on the Pirates? I can't think of his name. Is it the Pirates second baseman? He is baseman? on the Pirates. Is it... Um... It's not Adam Frazier, is it? It is Adam Frazier. It, it's Adam Frazier? Let's go! Uh, we'll, we'll go to third base. Third the base? American League. I wish J-Ram was up there a little bit more, but I mean, what are you going to do? Uh, he's not the best third baseman in baseball this year uh, overall. So for the American League, um, is it's not Alex Bregman, is it? It is not Alex Bregman. Okay, so then it is going to be. Why is my brain hurting? Hang on, I can do it. Uh, who's really? Oh, I know who it should be. It's not Jose. It's not Matt Chapman, is it? It is not Matt Chapman. Honestly, I don't want to sit here all day on this one, so I need you to tell Raphael me. Raphael Devers. Oh yeah, that's true. He popped off. I should have drafted him too. I almost did, and I've had Jose and. I don't know. I'm not upset about it, but Rafi's been <laughs> popping off. Could have, should have, would have. And then uh, for third base, Nolan. One, yeah, I was about to say, it shouldn't even be a question. We, we all know yeah, it's Nolan Arenado. So shortstop's uh, going to be Tatis in the National League. We'll just make, keep is. this moving. And then in the American League, it is going to be, it's not Carlos Correa. So it is it's not gonna, Carlos Correa. Yeah, so it's going to be... Um, It's not Tim Anderson. It's not Kavon Biggio, is it? It is not Kavon Biggio. Uh, Then it is... One second, I can get it. It's not Xander Bogarts, is it? That's my final guess. Xander Bogarts. Let's go! I was just trying to think of the best shortstops. All right, we already knew it was Fernando Tatis. Catcher is going to be Salvador Perez. Just to keep it it moving a little bit. Sorry for the Uh easy ones. And then Nashville. it's definitely going to be JT Real Muto in the National It is League. not JT Real Muto. Well, that's a bunch of bullshit. Um, actually, I haven't looked at his numbers, but on paper, he's the best. Uh, Another old guy. 
Oh, Yachty, right? It is not Yachty. Is it Yachty? It is not Yachty. I don't know then. Just in the sake of it time. is Buster Posey. Oh yeah, of course. True. Yeah, Buster's Buster's numbers through his career one to one are better than Yachty's, but we're not ready to have that conversation. <laughs> don't. Yeah, we're not. Well, I mean, it's just objective, but I know N- I get it. Numbers wise, numbers don't don't say everything. Yeah, true. It's just you know the output, but I get it. For uh, catchers, it's different. I'm just being a snarky yeah. asshole. For catchers, it is very different. And Yachty's yeah. numbers are are great. Okay, so outfield American League. outfield. Is gonna be um, two. Two of them should be a lock. Yeah, I don't. Again, I'm tired today. Let's see. So, um, Mike Trout's not didn't get voted in. Did he? Right because of injury. He did. He is starting. I love it. Let's go. Even though he's injured. So okay. So Mike, as it should be. Did I'm assuming Aaron Judge just because of like actual yep. star power that he's in. Exactly. And then in left field. Uh, did they get Brantley left field? Or are they making him a DH? They he is not in either spots. Okay, um, it, it's uh, did they put JD Martinez out there? They should technically. They did dog. I feel like I know who the obvious one is. Uh, who else is the star? Can you give me the team? And I know that kind of gives it away, but just give me the team and let yeah, me flex the, a little it bit. Is let me see the Blue Jays again. Oh, then I actually, I feel like I should know, but, oh, they, what's his name? Hernandez. Oh, let's go. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, because what's his name's been hurt all year? Um, The guy that came from the Astros that plays center. George Springer's been hurt, and he plays yeah. center. So, okay. Okay. National League's going to be Acuna Jr., easy money. Yep. Um, Then you're going to have. You should know this one with how much you watch John Boy. With how much I watch John Boy, I should know. Yep, they, they were the one who pulled for this guy to get voted in. Oh, see, I'm a little behind on theirs. Um, I'll give you a hint. The last two both play for the Reds. Oh, okay, so it's Jesse Winker and Nick Castellanos. Castellanos, yep. gotcha. Which they should be. You're right. I wouldn't have thought yeah. of that all day because my brain ain't locked in. Let's go. So I did all right. And then I did okay. The DH for the American League is, is Sheho- Shohei Otani, and it should be obviously. Which kind of sucks that JD got because he's having a great season. But I mean, it's Shohei. Like, what are you gonna do? Yeah. So those are your starters for the All Star Game this year. Trevor Story didn't make it. Oh no, he was never gonna start over Fernando Tatis. Yeah, that was literally never gonna happen in a million years. Yep. <clears throat> Excuse me, but those are your starters. A little fun game that we we were able to do, do, do. kind of play. I love it. Uh, yeah, before the pain. Yeah, and uh, so why don't we go ahead and? Well, we're not going to go ahead and get into pain quite yet because yeah. game one wasn't terrible. So why don't you go ahead and give us the this very intensive scoring summary? Yeah, it's it was a lot, folks. So. Um, game one is uh, Eli Morgan versus Manning. First game, obviously. Indians come in limping. Uh, we lost the twin series. We're certainly happy to be back home after a lengthy road trip there. Kind of an awkward position because, you know, we're tasked with taking on the Tigers. And that's a team that we have majority ownership stake in, obviously. Just completely own them. Um, but all jokes aside, you know, summer baseball is back at Progressive Field. 
trying to get what should be some easy wins, Paul, as we're literally, we're not even limping anymore. Like, again, we're Lieutenant Dan out of his wheelchair, just crawling, looking for Forrest. And any wins are just wins at this point. So just do what you can. Um, and again, the Tigers look poised to be a team that we always beat up on. Last eight yeah. games versus the Tigers, seven and one, scored 44 runs, only allowed 18. Our starter ERA, 174 bullpen ERA 372 and the Tigers batting average against is 154 so rent free folks rent free in the Tigers organization so I would say quick scoring summary but it's going to be a decent amount here and it's a good one bottom of the first Cesar leads things off for the tribe with a single to left field that's followed by an Ahmed Rosario double to right field so just get things cooking the way they're supposed to Jose then grounds out sharply to Tiger's second baseman, Willie Castro. Jose's out at first on that. Ahmed goes to third, but Cesar scores, so the Tribe strikes first and early, going up 1-0. Then with one out, Eddie Rosario hits a sack fly to center field. That scores Ahmed from third, and Indians now lead 2-0, so good things. Uh, Top of the second, though, Miggy reminds us how great of a hitter he is. He hits a leadoff solo shot to right center field. That gets the Tigers on the board, but they still trail us 2-1. to Bottom of the second, Harold Ramirez hits a leadoff double to right field. That's followed by a Bradley Zimmer single to right field. That scores Harold, and that extends the Tribe's lead 3-1 to again, so we get that run right back. But, oh wait, there's more. Now, after an Ernie Clement fielder's choice ground out to second base, uh, he's going to replace Zimmer at first there on that fielder's choice. So there's one out, and Austin Hedges goes deep to left field. A two-run shot that honestly blows it open, gives some you know some space here, um, and puts the Tribe on top 5-1. to one. So let's go, Austin Hedges, baby. Which is especially good when you have a young kid like Eli Morgan. Give him some room to play from the front. Give him some confidence. Let him go out there and make his throws feel like he doesn't have to be perfect. Because so far he's given up four runs every time on like four hits, but he gives you five innings. So, you know, but you're right, that mental thing too. So let's see what he makes of it. Top of the fourth, two outs, Miggy doubles to center field. He has a a series here. Um, Yeah, and I I will say I don't know if this is left over from the Naylor thing uh, or, or what. But Eddie and Zimmer, Zimmer looked like they were they were scared to get near each other because they thought they were going to collide, and yeah. they kind of let this drop in between them. So I, I don't know if maybe everyone still kind of shook, which is would be fully understandable because it was very gruesome. But yeah. um, it's also one of those things that you kind of, as a team, have to shake it off. You you play professional sports, injuries happen and stuff like this happens, um, and someone needs to make that play. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, that that Naylor thing was just so bad. But yeah. so yeah, Miggy with two outs gets that that double to center field, um, and that is unfortunately followed by a Jamer Condelario single to center field. That one scores Miggy, but the Tigers still trail five to two. Bottom of the fourth, one out. Ernie Clement gets hit by a pitch. And then with two outs, Cesar doubles to right field, and that scores Ernie all the way from first on this one. So, okay, Ernie, get them get them wheels out. Boy, go looking for Burt. Um, and that extends the Tribe's lead 6-2. to two. And then with two outs, Ahmed hits an infield single to the Tigers shortstop, Harold Castro. That advances Cesar to third, but 
Wait, there's more. Jose hits a three-run bomb into the right field corner just over the wall there, just fair. That's his 17th of the year. He blows it wide open. Tribe now leads 9-2. to two. Let's go. Fuck the Tigers. And we need that from Jose like we've talked about, looking for that. Yep. So go, go be the go be our best player like you're supposed to be. Yeah, in the timely hitting right, and when the table does get set, you know, make him pay for it like he often does. Uh, top of the fifth with one out, Willie Castro singles to center, and that's followed by a Jake Rogers two run shot to left center field. Tigers still trail nine to four, but again, the home run ball is a little bit of an issue for uh, Morgan, and you know, just the. He, when he gives up runs, it always seems to be he only gives up hits, but when he does, they string them together, right? He, he working out of trouble there a little bit, and we'll talk more about it. Bottom of the fifth, though, Bobby Bradley hits a leadoff double to center field. He's so hot, followed by a Harold Ramirez single to center field. That scores Bobby from second and puts the tribe up 10 to four. Again, they are not done. Scoring runs is fun with one out. Ernie Clement singles to right field. And then a wild pitch by Tigers pitcher Buck Farmer advances Harold to third and Ernie to second. Whoops. Austin Hedges then hits a sack fly to center field. That scores Harold, advances Ernie to third, and that gives the Tribe an 11-4 lead. That is a mouthful. Bottom of the sixth, we're not done yet, even though we're up 11-4. to four. With one out, Jose doubles to right field. Eddie Rosario then doubles to left field. That's going to bring Jose home. Now the Tribe leads 12-4. to four. And there's more. Bottom of the seventh, Ernie Clement hits a leadoff single to center field. And then with one out, Cesar singles to center. And then with two outs, who else? J-Ram, baby. Singles to right field. That scores Ernie and extends the Tribe's lead. 13 to 4. Top of the eighth. Two outs. Tigers down nine. Robbie Grossman hits a solo shot to right field. Tigers make it 13 to 5. But hey, 13's a lot more than five, Paul. It stays that way. Tribe blows out the Tigers and what feels like kind of a coming out party, right? Just like, let's get out there. Let's swing the bats. Let's beat up on them. Let's get some good vibes and good juju. And we extend the streak immediately. Of never being swept this season. Never being swept at all. So final uh, line, Tribe 13 on 19 hits. No errors. (laughs) Detroit, five runs on seven hits and no errors. Yeah, and I will say there was was a scary moment in this one where uh, Jose took a foul ball off the face. Yep. Which I've never seen. I watched that in live time. yeah, Yeah, I've never seen happened before and i i had looked down at like my phone or something and i looked back up and he's on the ground yeah and i was like because i even texted the group i was like did he just get hit in the face yep and uh yeah there it was i've never seen anything like that happen he, he like tipped the ball off the end of his bat and then it bounced up and hit him right in the cheek because he was so early on it that it like yep it was nuts but good story here is Morgan gives you five innings of six hit, four earned run, no walk, four strikeout ball. He gets his first major league win. Way to go, kid. He gives you some decent length. No free passes again. Acceptable amount of hits. Um, home run ball. And again, string. They just get. He might not give up that many, but when he does, they always get strung together. They're home runs. Um, kind of seems like this is the type of starter he is. Again. 
you know, it's still only what his fourth or fifth major league start. Now he's young. He'll figure it out. He'll figure out how to work out of trouble and hopefully keep the ball in the park. But I mean, he can be a nice piece. I mean, five innings, yeah. four and runs is not great, but right now you kind of can set the clock to that's what he kind of gives you. You know what I mean? And I don't think anybody's going to really complain about that. He's given us a chance to win. I mean, not incredible, but right now, this is, this is kind of what we need, and honestly, all that we really deserve. So, I mean, it's not even – it's what we got. No. Yeah, it's what we got. And again, no free passes ever, um, and he's got that nasty changeup. He doesn't really – you know, he's just a pinpoint kind of pitcher, um, and hopefully with some more experience, um, you know, people stringing hits a lot you know only the only hits he gives up they always get strung together and so hopefully he can you know work on that a little bit and uh you know maybe start seeing five and a third you know two runs something like that yeah. um but so far i mean still great um bullpen and gives the thing you is four like detroit has a they have some hitters like obviously miguel cabrera is a, a generational player and like even if he's Mr. Krabs without his shell right now. Yeah. Fucker can like, still hit. Yeah. And um so that they have hitters. Like it's not even terribly awful that he gave up uh those runs. Cause like to to a team that has those that type of bat is expected to score some runs. Yeah. I mean it's still not great though. Um, and not the team, you know, they got some talent, but everybody's in the pros, right? There's always going to be some guys that can hit, but I'm not trashing them, right? This is what we got. And I like them, you know, I just, if he can tune that down a little bit more, right. And maybe give us five and a third to six that, you know, think about what that does. And um, again, it was a, it was a start where he didn't have to pitch in a monsoon or get hit by a line drive. So, yeah. So he's feeling great guys. So bullpen gives you four innings of one hit, one earned run, one walk, seven strikeout ball. So that's good. Uh, Sandlin and Parker both come in. They give you perfect innings. And Parker strikes out the side in the uh, seven. Looking like he has to take a dump the entire time. Yeah, he's a freaking weirdo. He looks like he just got off a, <laughs> I don't know, like he needs a fix or something. It's weird. Brian Shaw, um, you know, works the ninth. It's not a save. You know, he walks one, so that's still an issue. But, you know, he gets out of it. And Wickren... I mean, can this dude pitch like when he doesn't give up one earned run? Like, I feel like he could give us two innings and he'll give up one earned run. It's just like the Whitman yeah. special. And this year, he just, I mean, he's got a 4.85 ERA, but it just feels like we're also not ever really putting him in high leverage situations. So, um, you know, him and Shaw have kind of swapped, I feel like, because, you know, who expected Shaw to, he's had some issues, right? But he's still one of our higher leverage, you know, he's our high leverage guy. But yep. tell me and about the. Him, Karen Check and Classe. True. Tell me about the walks and the strikeouts. Uh, yeah. So in this one, six strikeouts to no walks, which is very good considering how many at bats these kids got in this one. Yeah. And um, just because of the runs, right? Like no yeah. walks, but that's because they're fucking hitting the ball. Nineteen hits. Yeah. Uh, we left sixteen on base, um, which normally I'd say like ah, that's too much, but we scored thirteen runs, so. At a certain point, yeah, people are going to be left on base. It's when you True. don't score any runs and you leave 16 people on base. That's when there's an issue. Our team went 7 for 13 with runners in scoring position. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? 
That's real good. <laughs> and four people, four people got had three hit games. Cesar, Let's Amir, go. Jose, and Harold. Which I feel like we say it every episode, but I'm still not over it. Who thought Harold Ramirez was going to be this good? Hey, look at us. Who would have thought? Not me. Not me. Not me. Um, Jose, a single, a yeah, double, and away a three. from the cycle. Yeah, and that three-run shot just needed yeah. a triple. Oh, boy. Uh, Eddie only has the one hit, but he keeps the streak alive. Going to 14. Ooh, baby. Slaps bicep. Ooh, Let's go. I like, I loved seeing, you know, in all this, that Bobby goes two for five without the long ball. Would I like to see him hit home runs? Yeah. So that sounds weird, but you know what I mean? Like the guy can still get hits without, you know what I mean? Just being yeah. home runs at times where you well, get one of the hits without wearing a shirt under his jersey. That's what's <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just let so the overall thing hang out. Yeah, that that whole thing make it nasty, but no, he overall blow it. It just felt like a good like sigh of relief, right? Like, yeah, let's just be Mo- most runs we scored all year. Really? Oh yeah, I guess that's yep. true. Thirteen's a lot more than three, you know. So that that's yeah. about right. Um, but game two, it was supposed to be on Tuesday, um, and it got rained out. So end up having a traditional doubleheader on Wednesday at 4.40 p.m. So seven inning baseball. Um, but then it gets, the first game gets delayed because of rain. So then yeah. it turns into like a, was like a 6.40 game and then like a it, uh, like a 10 or something, like or something like that, I think is when the next one starts because it moved along a little bit, um, even with the seven innings. So. Yeah, in the Indians, the rule is, you know, doubleheader, you're allowed to put a 27th man on. So they brought up Owen Miller just for this game, um, where Cal Quantrill goes up against Jose Urania. And Indians come in feeling great, uh, continue to be majority owners of the Tigers franchise. And we feel especially good because we finally get back in the fucking win column after we drop two or three to the Twins. So looking to keep the good times rolling in game one of a traditional DH, even if it did get pushed back an extra two hours. Bottom of the first, two outs. Jose hits a solo shot to right field. Let's go. His 18th of the year, his second homer of the series. Tribe strikes first in back-to-back games with an early 1-0 lead. Yes, daddy. What's crazy is... A week before the All-Star game, if you see someone has 18 home runs, you're like, oh, wow, he's having a great year, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now people are sitting here with, we're recording this on Saturday, uh, Shohei Otani hit his 30th one yesterday, before the All-Star break. He is on pace for 60 right now. Yeah, and 18's nothing to like... Laugh at that's like yeah he could he and he really has cooled off as we talked about so yeah. if he heats up even you could see him getting forty like right now I'm sitting there thinking like he could still get forty if someone gives you forty home runs uh pay him like yeah <laughs> but people have hit thirty already yep it's nuts it's what absolutely crazy and this and is I think you're gonna they, see this is after they deaden the ball like the balls. Yeah, but you also get rid of sticky stuff, too. Yeah. Which, that's why I think in the second half, offense already, numbers are up, and they're going to stay up. So, I could see see Jose hitting 40. Um, 
But top of the second, Miggy hits a leadoff single to right field. He has a hell of a series. He always kind of owns us. That's followed by a Jamer Condelario double to left field. So now we got runners on second and third, no outs. No more bizarre fact that uh, for some reason I know uh, Miguel Cabrera has hit the most home runs at Progressive Field on an away team. That sounds about right. Yeah, yep. I mean he just he really owns us. He always he's, he's has played he's, in. He's played in Detroit his pretty much entire life. True. Do you know he was on the Marlins? Like, yeah. Fun but, fact. That's why I said pretty much his entire life. No, I know. I just mean like think about yeah. that. It's like, huh? <laughs> but but for the majority of his career, he's been in Detroit. Where does Detroit play? I would say ten percent of their games. In yeah, Cleveland. 19 nineteen games a year, right? Yeah. So it's crazy to think that we're and we've watched at least majority of those home runs. True. Unfortunately, pain. Yeah. Um, so like I said, runners on second and third, nobody's out. Nomar Mazzara strikes out, but then Quantrill walks Zach short to load the bases. So now we got one out bases loaded. That's followed by a Harold Castro walk that brings a run home. Yikes. Tigers tie it up one, one. They're not done. Still one out. Jake Rogers singles to right field. That scores Condelario. It keeps the bases loaded. Tigers are now up two to one. Yikes. They they work out of that, though. Bottom of the second, Bobby Bradley goes big daddy and hits a leadoff solo shot to left center field. Let's go. That's his seventh bomb of the year, which, okay, okay. And ties the Indi- you know ties it up for the Indians two to two. Bottom of the third, one out. Cesar hits a solo shot to right center field. Feels like it's been a minute since we've said that. Let's go. His 12th of the year. Tribe takes a three to two lead. Whoops. Top of the fourth. Zach Short hits a leadoff single to left field. Harold Castro doubles to center field. That scores short all the way from first. Tigers tie it right back up at three apiece. Get your guns out, guys. It's an old Western shootout. I brought the mustache out for it just for the shootout. I know. That's something. Uh, so with one out, Akil Badu doubles to center field. That's followed by a Jonathan Scope sack fly to right field. That scores Harold Castro. Tigers take the lead back 4-3. to three. Bottom of the fourth, though, one out. Bobby Bradley says, and so I took that personally. And he hits his second solo shot to left center field of the game. His eighth bomb of the year. God, he's so hot. Tribe ties it right back up while Bobby Bradley does. 4-4, four to four, let's go. Top of the fifth, though, two outs. Nomar Mazzara doubles to right field, and then Zach Short walks. Harold Castro, that motherfucker, singles to left field. That scores Mazzara. It gives the Tigers the lead again, 5-4. to four. Damn it! Um, top of the sixth, one out. Jonathan Scope doubles to left field, and then he advances to third on a wild pitch by Blake Parker, who, again, probably out there trying to poop on the mound, lost his focus. If you haven't seen his wind up, you're going to want to make sure you see that it's nuts. Uh, Robbie Grossman then walks, followed by a Miggy sack fly to deep center field. That scores scope, extends the Tigers' lead 6-4. to four. Now I'm sweating watching this live. Like, are we really going to lose to the Tigers? Um, but they're not done yet. Now there's two outs. Robbie Grossman steals second base, followed by a Jamer Condelario single to right field. That makes that stolen bag count. As Grossman scores, and it extends the Tigers' lead 7-4. to four. A lot of situational running. 
the, you know, some, some stealing and things that all paid off with timely hitting with, you know, one or two outs, the whole, you know, game, it felt like it's just, everything kind of paid off the strategy watching it live. Um, top of the seventh, again, this is a double header. So this is the final inning one out Zach short singles to right field. And then with two outs, Akil Badu, I wish he would, but don't. Uh, singles to right field. That advances Harold Castro to third. The fuck did you just say? I said he <laughs> wished, I, I wish he'd but don't instead of but do. Um, so, <laughs> I don't even... Top of the seventh, one out. Zach Short, singles to right field. And then with two outs, Akil Badu, singles to right field. That advances Harold Castro to third on that. Then Akil Badu steals second base. There it comes up again, right, with the, the stolen bags. His 10th of the year, he's kind of speedy. Uh, Jonathan Scope then hits a two-run single to left field. That blows the game wide open, gives the Tigers a 9-4 to lead. Indians' bats fall silent the rest of the way. They drop game two of the series in the first game of the traditional doubleheader. Quick line, Detroit 9 on 15 hits, no errors. Cleveland four on five hits and no errors and just very, very fast. One more thing. Keep in mind, 15 hits is bad no matter what given up. This was a seven inning game. (laughs) You know, that's bad. That's so bad. Yeah. And the thing is, it's like the, the, the obviously no errors. So the defense played their part like they didn't make any mistakes it was just they weren't able to they weren't able to get stops when run runners got on they got the runners in everybody sucked in this one as far as pitching Quantrill three and a third eight hits four earned runs two walks three strikeouts gets a no decision throws an absolute clunker especially against the Tigers they have some hitters but they're a bad team Paul I mean, yep. eight hits and two walks, less than four innings. That's a yikes. It's and the same thing we kind of talked about about last game. They they have hitters, but and and every baseball team can win on any given night. That's what makes baseball True. great. That's what we said it. And the thing is, is that no matter what, these people are professional baseball players, and they can hit. So it's just limiting those hits and. Kyle Quantrill was not able to do that, giving up eight hits and three and a third. Yeah. And then Maton comes in and he gives up an unearned run um, because he inherits one. Uh, But that's like his, you know, besides being like Harvey Dent, right? And two-faced, his specialty really is giving up unearned runs. Um, It was a sack fly. So again, I need to be fair to him. But then... You know, Shaw comes in, what would that, it, my brain hardly works, the fifth. You know, game's still, you know, you're only, you know, they score four. He gets his third loss of the year on this because he gives you an inning of two hit, one walk ball, and an earned run. So, okay, thanks. And then Parker comes in, gives you an inning of two hit, one walk, two earned run ball. No thank you. And then Trevor Stefan comes in in the seventh and gives you three hit, Two earned run, one walk ball, but he strikes out the side after that. So three and two thirds of seven hit, five earned run, three walk, five strikeout. Not good. Fucking clunker from the bullpen. They give up runs in three consecutive innings. So it was a shootout at first, but then it just like the second half of the game died 
as the bullpen came in, which has not usually been the story and we're kind of spoiled. And here's the thing. Our offense put up four runs and we talked about a couple episodes ago about how usually if we score four or more, we're pretty good. Because yeah, and you could win a new set of tires, team. according to Hammy. Yeah. <laughs> In the sixth inning or seventh, score four. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have cut you off. Continue. No, you're fine. Just caught me off guard. <laughs> Put a new yeah. set of tires. Yeah, and Hammy, but, he's always like, it's the whatever inning, score four, and they'll give you tires. <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> You go to Progressive Field to pick them up, like so. How about you just Akil Badont? All right, yeah, Akil Badont, Baby Shark Badoo Badoo Badoo. Um, but tell me about the strikes. Yeah, the bullpen tell me about the gives walks. you three and two thirds. It's just not not. It would have helped if our offense was able to produce in the second half. But a bullpen in. Less than four innings of relief, giving up five earned runs yeah. is not going to win games regardless. So. Um, we we walked twice, struck out nine times, left seven runners on base. Um, yeah. We had five hits in this one. Two of them were solo shots by Bobby Bradley. Which, love to see Bobby Bradley hitting, hitting shots, but we need, we need some production from the top of the lineup. So those solo shots can be two, three run shots. Not yeah, not just getting one in because every pitcher is you're not okay giving up a home run, but if you give up a home run, you want it to be a solo shot. So yeah. you're you're a little bit more comfortable giving up a solo shot than you are a two three run shot. And uh, an offense's best friend is an uncomfortable pitcher. True, it's better. Somebody was talking about the other day, um, and I kind of thought about it that like computers would tell you. You know, would you rather somebody hit a double in a late game to start a rally or hit a solo shot? And computers will be like, take the run. Yeah, take the run. And I'm being very vague, but if you need a rally, sometimes, you know, a walk and then a double or a double, you know what I mean? It, like you said, get them uncomfortable. Cause let's be honest, a solo shot in a three run game or a two run game, I should be more specific. See, it's a three run game, right? The solo shot, they usually shrug it and they're like, okay, fuck it. It's a, you know, but you start getting them uncomfortable. You hit a double and then maybe somebody walks. A lot of the times, once you get someone from, get someone from the windup into the stretch, right? It throws their rhythm off. That's exactly another part of it. And then now, now you go from, okay, you, this guy just walked a guy or hit a single, like a CNI single or whatever. Now you have a guy on first. Now this guy has to go into the stretch. Well, yep. now this guy now this guy hits a ball into the gap, and this guy goes from first to third. Yep. Versus so, a solo shot. You know, if you're trying to get, again, let me be more, say a three-run game, right? It's cool to get runs, but if there's no outs, a solo shot, the guy's going to be like, okay, and shrug it off yep. versus now, make now you just, sweat. You, you go through making the same, same pitching motion that you were just in, the same pitches you were just making to a different batter. Yeah. As opposed to now you have to worry about maybe this guy steals. Maybe I'm going to try to pick him off. Yeah. Now, now your signs change because now you have a runner on base and you don't want them pulling an Astro. Um, yeah. Or, I don't know, maybe you left the oven on at home, fucking rent-free, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
Yeah, that cringy moment from third grade when you called your teacher mom, mom. on accident. All yeah. this shit starts running through your mind, and you get rattled. But, I mean, the rest of the offense basically rolled over. You know, Cesar, Jose, and Zimmer had a hit on top of Bobby's, you know, two solo shots. But if it wasn't for that, we wouldn't have done dick shit. Yep. And the bad news. Eddie's, Eddie's hit streak yeah. comes to an end. Wah, 14 wah, games wah. is... Uh, Nothing to nothing to scoff at. Fourteen game hit streak is is very good, very impressive. Yeah, I, hitting a baseball is the hardest thing to do in sports, and if you're able to go out there for two weeks straight and do the hardest thing to do in sports consistently, that's pretty damn yeah, good. I mean, what are you? Yeah, what are you gonna? What are you gonna do? So, what are you gonna so, kill but do? <laughs> nice. All right, so game three, <laughs> technically game two of this doubleheader, right? Game three of the series um, starts, what did I say? I think it was like 10-15 off the top of my head. I thought it was a little later than that. Was it 11-15? I, like, uh, I can look it up real fast if you just want to get it. Yeah, it doesn't really matter, but I was typing this out, and I was like, no, it wasn't that late of a start, was it? But anyway, it's going to be Logan Allen versus Peralta, so everybody buckle up. Um, we come in maybe a little tired from the traditional doubleheader, right? And get your coffee ready because it's late and you're going to validate the start time. Um, but you know, we're trying to get back in the win column. Let's get the series win. You can't win them all. Right. And again, everything's still in the balance. Take two or three, win the series, feel good. That's baseball, baby. And Paul is looking as hard as he can, and I tried to stall and it's not happening. I think Just I know how to the make scoring it. summary. I'll, I'll probably throw it in at the end. I feel like I can find it in half a second, and I'm going to. If you go to this thing, you can tell the time it started. First pitch, 10-16. Just like that, folks. All right, scoring summary. Top of the second, Miggy leads off the inning with a single to right field. Motherfucker. Uh, Then with one out, Eric Haas walks, and then a wild pitch by Logan Allen advances Miggy to third. One out, Zach Short hits a sack fly to left field, scoring Miggy. Tigers take an early 1-0 lead. Now there's two outs, though. Rene Rivera allows a passed ball. That advances Eric Haas to second. And then Willie Castro, he capitalizes on it. He hits a ground rule double down the right field line. That brings Haas home and extends the Tigers' lead two to, you know, 2 nothing. So, Logan Allen, folks. Um, I mean, part of that wasn't necessarily welcome entirely back, his fault. but shithead. Yeah, welcome back, buddy. Um Bottom of the second, one out. Bobby Bradley reaches first on a throwing error by Tiger shortstop Zach Short. Nice job, jackass. Uh, Ernie Clement then hits into a fielder's choice, uh, taking first base as Harold is the second out on that force at second. And then with two outs, Bradley Zimmer hits a triple to right field. That scores Ernie, gets the tribe on the board, but they do still trail two to one. Bradley Zimmer, we will say it every time, what a speedy boy just... Legs are so long. He's so fast. So fast. Uh, top of the fourth, though. Uh, two outs. Eric Haas hits a solo shot the left center field. He seems to have a day. That extends the Tigers' lead back to 3-1. Still within reach here. Top of the fifth, though. Two outs again. Some situational hitting by the Tigers. Miggy hits a solo shot to right center field. Now the Tigers lead it 4-1. to So, no bueno. Top of the sixth. <laughs> Eric Haas leads off the inning. He reaches first on a fielding error by Yu Chang at third base. Way to go. Um, get him out of here. Zach, yeah, get out of here. Zach Short then capitalizes by doubling to left field. And then with one out, Derek Hill singles to center field. 
That scores Haas and Short. It blows the game open, Paul. Now the Tigers have a 6-1 lead. But just wait, there's more. With one out, Derek Hill steals second base. Again, situational, right? That's followed by a Robbie Grossman ground out to Classe, which advances Derek Hill to third. And then with two outs, Jonathan Scope singles to right field. That brings Derek Hill home, gives the Tiger a set, Tigers a 7-1 lead. And they only needed two runs. Tribes batch fall dead silent again. They drop the series finale, the series, and back-to-back losses in the traditional doubleheader. Quick line, Detroit 7, 9 hits, 2 errors. Cleveland, 1 run, 3 hits, 1 error. Pathetic. Yep, and especially when a team commits 2 errors, you don't capitalize on them. Uh, You deserve to lose. Yeah, basically. Yep. Allen gives Um, you 3 and 2 thirds of 3 hits. Two earned run, two walk ball with three strikeouts, and he gets an L. All things considered, it wasn't his worst start, but he labors, man. Good God, when he pitches. I understand why they called Logan Allen up because we need starting pitching right now. And he's been torching Columbus, in case anybody wondered. It's like he's just a professional AAA pitcher. He torches down there. I was going to say, I understand why we brought him up because we need starting pitching. But, God, I can't wait till our starting pitching comes back so we can send him back down. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Every but time Logan Allen steps, steps on the field, I automatically in my head write it as an L. I'm not going to lie. I do that, too. Worse than Hench's. Because every once in a while, Hench's pulls his you know head out of his ass. Logan Allen, literally every time, I'm like, this is an L. And it was. Um, and the line isn't atrocious, atrocious, even though it's not good, but it doesn't tell the whole story. It just, you never feel like you have a chance to win with him. Maybe that's a little more hate, but it's just like, dog, this ain't it. So a bullpen comes in, they give you three and a third. You ask them to, they give you six hit, four run, two earned runs. So two unearned there. So two earned runs, three walks and two strikeouts. Yeah. Sandlin throws a clunker. He only gives you a third of an inning. gives up a hit and two walks. And the Wickren doesn't literally know how to come in and relieve anything. An inning pitch, two hits, and an earned run. Again, the Wickren special, baby. And then Klasse, unfortunately, finally blows his perfect streak. Very last day of June. Hate to see it. Get out of here. Hate to see Um, it. Inning pitch, three hits, three runs. Only one of those are earned. No walks and a strikeout. So sucks. Karen Chick comes Karen Chick, excuse me, comes in in the ninth, non-save situation, but they need to give him some work. Um he throws an inning of one walk, one strikeout ball. But just yeah, just not, not uh, we are limping. We are limping, dog. Not even. We're like We're crawling. Yeah, we're like squirming. We're just like on our bellies, just like a snake, just wiggling across the ground. I'm trying snake. to get to the all-star break to get some people back. Yeah, just counting down the, the days, man. Nine it's, strikeouts, no walks. Yeah, seven left on base. I can live with that, but nine strikeouts to no walks with three hits. Three fucking hits against the Tigers. LT Grays. Dog. Only Cesar, Ernie, and Zimmer had a hit. And I just typed this out here, right? You could read it too. I don't have anything to say. We fucking suck. Like, that's literally... 
Like we what, we suck. What's crazy is, and I think we've talked, like we we've hit on it before, is like going into this year. Obviously, we didn't expect much. We expected it to be bad, but at the beginning of the year, we were just good enough to get everyone's hopes up, and we've sustained that over these very crucial injuries that we've had up until this point. Yeah. And it's just the point where every Indians fan has enough hope to. No question, not, I'm ready to be hurt again. Yeah, we're, we're just not good. Yeah. I don't see. I us mean, this is the playoffs. I don't see us getting yeah. a wild card spot, which kills me to say because obviously we love the Indians. And I will say, people go through bad stretches. We are still how many games up? What are we, seven still? Probably seven? There like are a lot of teams that play in worse divisions. And just in general, like in the National League and stuff, where people are like below 500. Like the Braves are way underperforming, not like the Twins, but like, you know, they're a team that I haven't been the World Series preseason kind of thinking, yeah, they're probably, this is their window. They're all in. You know, and, and it's all relative because... You know, the Rays and the Yankees and the Red Sox, that division's tighter than we kind of thought. Oh, yeah, and the Blue Jays, all from the East. There's only two wild card spots, folks. Let's be real. We're not, unless we float and then just catch the, you know, the White Sox with their pants down, let's be realistic. We're not taking this, you know, unless oh, I don't even, can't even imagine a world, right, where the White Sox don't win the division this year. I'm yeah. pumped, you know, with second place, honestly. Um, but, you know, I, but, then you have the A's and the Astros out West, and one of those two teams is a wild card lock. Set set the calendar, they're in. So, And, like, the, the Yankees have been underperforming so far this year. The Red Sox are always contenders. I've said this before, the Rays are my favorite to win the World Series. And Toronto's been balling out lately. I don't, I don't see a world where we take a wild card spot away from any of those teams. But I will say if we can just float and then get back, we're always a second half team. So it's amazing. We even did this again. I, I understand. I don't disagree with you at all, but it's just sucks. Cause the wheels have fallen off. And then some, we're not even driving a car anymore. Right. Um, I don't know what we're doing. We're just scooting, like making sparks, right? Like metal on like concrete right now. So it's just like get because again we have the reigning Cy Young coming back. You have Zach Plesac. You have Aaron. Sav- you know, there's a lot to still come back. Does it mean that we're a wild card team? I don't know, but this is as bad as it's going to get. So just try and limit how bad this gets. You know what I mean? Like just limit big loss. You know, big losing streaks. So. Yeah, and the thing is, is we're not getting swept by anyone, and that's so why that's so why we're in games. it too. We're not super streaky, right? Which isn't as sexy as rattling off 10, but we also don't lose six in a row, you know? Yeah. And and that's been the mantra of like Tito all along. And I think that kind of comes into the the management and stuff. I remember one season, I want to say not 2019, maybe 2018, give or take. I remember there was like a whole season where we didn't ever lose... Uh, I don't know that we ever lost three in a row or we never lost more than three in a row or something. There was this insane streak going on. And when you really let that sink in, 
Makes sense. That's how you like never get into big dumpster fire skids, right? They yeah. make you out. Of, you're always kind of in it if you can win some series and win the games you're supposed to if you never bottom out. So I always keep that in my mind. But anyway, tell me about who's hot. Unfortunately, it looks like there's going to be some not so great cleanup. But on the yep. flip side... We're also going to take a lot of people off of who's not, so the people stay with us. So, so talk we're, to me. We're, we're very mediocre right now. Uh, yeah. Um, Eddie's coming off of it, uh, not just because his hitting streak ended, but in this Tiger series, he went one for nine with no runs, two RBIs, no walks, and three strikeouts. Uh, yeah, that that puts him below seven point five on the stove. Yeah, he's he's. Lukewarm. And like we've said multiple times, to be on the not hot list, you can't stay lukewarm. True. I mean, he's not bad, but it's just like he's definitely not, yeah, doesn't deserve to be on. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, we got to take Class A off of it because he threw that absolute clunker um, after having a, a perfect June up till the last day of June. Yeah, literally June 30th. Yep. And I wonder if that happened after midnight. Because the game was so late, I don't think so. But yeah, that's true. I don't know that. I, I that I don't know how I would find that out. Literally ever. I don't, yeah, I don't think that. A way. That I don't have. What'd you say? I don't think there's a way. You'd have we'd have to go through back and like watch the the whole game. Not you'd have to like fast forward in the game to where Class A gave up that first run. Oh, and added on top of like 10, 16 p.m. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Honestly, it probably was in July. That's funny that you thought of that. I mean, yeah. he's not cold, but, you know, we're not going to keep him. Relievers are tough, right? Where it's like, it's not as, it doesn't ebb and flow as You don't much, play so. every day. So you, yeah. you, you, you don't have the numbers and it's hard to stay on a list like this. Yeah. Um, but Harold Ramirez is going to stay on it. But he is very close to getting taken off. Went seven point five. Oh 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 oh. <laughs> uh, he Repeating, went three for ten with two runs in RBI, a walk, and a strikeout. But he went zero for five in the doubleheader. Yeah, so he had a great game one, and yep. then went zero for five. And it, those numbers are still pretty good. What is that? Three hundred. You know, a little yep. higher OBP. But the only thing is. You know, the previous series, he goes four for 12, but it was all singles. And he had one run and three strikeouts, no RBIs, which we talked about. He can't make production necessarily if people aren't in front of you. But then this one, you go three for 10, two runs, an RBI, and a walk, and a strikeout. And not a lot of production. And yeah, you go 0 for 5, right, in the in the doubleheader. So that's where it's kind of like, just yeah. to be clear as to why he's still on, but it's a 7.5000 repeating, of course. So, But let's get... Let's get to the, the good, good news. news. We are cleaning up the who's not list. And uh, it's mainly just the the because of the first game, if we're being blatantly honest. Besides this man. Bobby, Bobby had Bradley, a good. Yeah, Bobby had a he good. He had a complete series. Four for 11. Three runs, which were all solo shots. Two RBIs. Uh, two, home, two home runs. A walk and a strikeout. Yeah. Hopefully, he two strikeouts, can, but regardless, good series. Yeah. Hopefully, he can keep this going against the Strohs, the Asterix, the Trash Cans, whatever you want to call them. 
Um, True. That way we can go the ahead Houston and trip. move him up onto the who's hot list because we are Bobby Bradley stands here. True. I mean, he almost, if he wasn't so cool with that two for 28, right? I mean, that's a hell of a series. I am not going to complain, but let's get him off of there. Let's go. Give the people what they want. Tell me about Jose. Where is he going, Paul? Jose is coming off the list in the Tiger Series. Four for eight, batting 500. Mm. Three runs, (laughs) six RBIs, two home runs, no walks, no strikeouts. Um. Up until this series, he was really cold. So we can't take him from like in the fridge to you can't take water straight out the fridge onto the stove and move it up to eight yeah. and expect it to start boiling immediately. Right? That you gotta, is such you gotta, a great cooking analogy. <laughs> you gotta let it. Maybe we start a cooking podcast. Yeah, I know. Yeah, uh, anybody that knows me knows. Like, yikes, that ain't gonna do well at all. Uh, but um. Yeah, if he has a, 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 another series against the asterisks, um, then he's going right up on that list with Bobby Bradley. Let's go. And we need this from him, right? The production. Six RBIs, yep. two home runs. The I mean, this is prime summertime. You know, it just feels like, yeah, baseball's back. We're back at, you know, Especially progressive Especially after taking field. a foul ball off the face. Yeah, his chubby little cheeks, I already want to fucking pinch him, and they already started swelling, and it was scary. So, like, we are going to talk about how tough of an SOB that guy is, but then they started swelling even more just from grabbing <laughs> chubby cheeks. So, tell um, me about Cesar. Cesar, we need him, man. Too. He went 5 <laughs> 4 12 with three runs, two RBIs, a home run, no walks, and three strikeouts. Another, uh, another person who had a great series. Um, and he he's one of the only people that had a, a hit in every single game. Which I love because you're the table setter. So, like, don't yep. just go three for five and then go over. Like, we need that all the time. So, lots of cleanup. So, uh, hopefully, hopefully we can kind of turn these last two games around against a very uh, good Houston Cheaters team that's coming into town. Yeah, four games set. Um, I'm pretty sure I've used six different names for these guys in the hey, past. You can use them all. Five they minutes. can suck my balls. Yep. Um, let me give you some standing stuff. We gave a pretty good kind of impromptu overview of kind of what to expect and, you know, putting some perspective in the standings. But real quick, Chicago's still on top, 47 and 32, uh, four and six in their last 10. But at, that, at this time, um, they had won three in a row. So that's a winning streak. Cleveland, obviously, second place, 42 and 35, four games behind for first, four and six in our last 10, um, but lost two in a row, obviously. Detroit in third place, okay, 36 and 45, 12 games behind the White Sox, eight games behind us for second, seven and three in their last 10, two game winning streak, a la the Cleveland Indians. Um, and then in fourth place, Minnesota, 33 and 45. 13 and a half back. Um, what is that? Nine and a half back of second place, aka us. Six and four in their last 10. They also dropped uh, two games in a row. And the Royals, man, you want to talk about streaky. Remember when they, on paper, not paper, but in the standings, were like the best team in baseball for like the first three weeks. And then yep. they just go in these gigantic slumps of like losing 
Um, what, eight in like, a row. What like they lose thirteen. What'd you say? They lost. They've lost eight in a row going into this one. I know. And earlier in the year, they lost what thirteen or something. something I think like so. That. They're thirty three and forty six. Holy shit! Fourteen games back. Uh, first ten games behind us for second. Two and eight again because they lost their last eight in a row. So kind of everything's going to stay that way. Um, but we got a decent amount of news. Not well, more just update. Um, we'll yeah. keep it moving. It's a, it's a um, lot of, we have a decent amount of minor league stuff to go over, kind of because we've been keeping track of these people because they've been hot. Um, Andreas Jimenez, in his last 13 games, has gone 19 for 55 with 13 runs, five doubles, seven home runs, 19 RBIs, three walks, three stolen bases, a 345 average, a 373 OBP, an 818 slugging and a 1.191 OPS. Get this Folks, man up here right yeah. now. Dog, he is a cuz he was the one hitting all the home runs, right? Where he had yep. 7 and 8 games. Yep. Dude, get him the he had fuck six, up. He had 6 he had 6 and 6 games and then took a break. He's like, "You know what? Yeah, this is a bit much." And then the next game hit another one. 7 7 home runs in 8 games. Get this man up here right now. Yeah. And what I also love about this is 19 for 55, right? But let me draw this back again. 12 of those hits are extra base hits, folks. That's why that slugging is 818. Holy shit. That's really good. A 119 OPS, sir. So, I mean, he's been doing that, like, hot boy summer shit ever since he got sent down. And um, I've been saying it for, what, like two and a half weeks now. That get this man up here, yeah. So he tell me about can, Nolan Jones though. He, he can doing... play second base. He can play in the outfield. He can. Pretty I don't much know about the outfield, but you could teach him. He's young. He's twenty two yeah. years old. He, he's so we'll, we'll find a spot for him. Play it. Yeah, I think they um, just don't want to have him play not full time. You know, but it's almost worse to like. What do you? What is he gonna do? What else can he do? He was already a major leaguer, right? He really wasn't playing yep. that poorly, and especially compared to everybody else, he wasn't, right? You know, kind of like kinda, what else can he do? You know who he kind of reminds me of it, for for St. Louis, Evan Mendoza. Sure, I don't know what anything Evan Mendoza. About this, so this he he played you. he played a decent bit last year for the Cards up here, up in the major up in the majors, and they sent him back down to Triple A. This year, and he's been down, and he's been a professional Triple A like this year. They they won't call him up, but he's been f- performing down in Triple A for St. Louis's farm team. How do you know this, by the way? I mean, like all jokes aside, we don't follow the Cardinals that closely. How the fuck do you know that? I'm a baseball fan, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, know is a he a big bunch prospect? of random shit. Is he a big like prospect slash like previous player or something that people would give us? Uh, so I I kind of picked up on watching him last year and i'm gonna be honest i think i i kind of i think i he, he's big on tiktok and so i see him come because a, a lot of my tiktok page is a lot of baseball stuff and no. he scrolls across it a, a couple times so i kind of keep track of him because of that yeah tiktok's the fucking worst don't at me but i get it that i was like because who is this player i don't he's i don't even know his name but yeah a big name nolan jones right Technically kind of our number one, I guess we'd call prospect or someone we'd earmark, right? Third baseman, kind of trying to maybe turn him into an outfielder because we need 
literally whatever we could possibly get, especially and we don't need a third baseman. That's the out of everything. That's what we don't need a third baseman. Yeah, yeah. There's like no chance of like I don't want to say improvement, but yeah, I mean, there's no chance of like trading up on that. Like Jose is obviously our our third baseman, but tell me about his last 18 games at AAA. In the last 18 games, 18 for 60, 15 runs, 10 doubles, 3 home runs, 13 RBIs, 10 walks, 3 stolen bases. He's batting 300, 425 OPP, OBP, sorry. OPP, you know me. Uh, 617 slugging, a 1.041 OPS. Ooh, mommy. Anything above 900 is great. Anything with a one dot like this is elite, just so everybody knows. A 425 OBP is like Mike Trout, like, holy shit. Like Joey, what, Joey Votto, prime Joey Votto, like on base, like insane. So that's, we need this from him, honestly. Those those 10 walks will help you out a lot with your OBP. And 18... He might be at 300, which is still amazing, versus Andres Jimenez's, you know, 345. Uh, But of those 18 hits, we're going to talk about 10 doubles, 3 home runs, 13 of 18 are extra base hits. Holy With 13 RBIs. And again, 10 walks. Yeah. All that line is just gorgeous. So, I mean, there's, you know, if people don't pan out or this or that, um, you know, I don't know if at this point Mercado had been called up yet, so we'll just play from the future a little bit, but he ends up getting called up. I thought he yeah, did he, by this Yeah, he point. does get called up, and, and, and I, I want to say it was in this series he gets called up. I don't. Oh, yeah, maybe we, we talked about that last episode, didn't we? Yeah. Never mind. I think he got the call. Sorry, I couldn't remember if that happened yet. Um, but, yeah, he... Yeah, I mean, if he doesn't pan out, I'm not wishing ill. I mean, it's about time to put Nolan Jones out there. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, Mercado, Mercado did play in, in this series. He he pinched hit for Zimmer in the third game, and he didn't play in the other two, I believe. No, he, he started uh, left field game two. Game one of the uh, doubleheader. Well, of game one of the doubleheader? Yeah. Bad night. He did. You're right. He hit ninth. And he pinch hit for right. Eddie on uh, in the first game on Friday night. Yeah. Yep. Sorry, so I couldn't remember if he said that. Yeah, and then he pinch hit for Zimmer. Yeah, so yep. that already happened. But um, Tuesday night, I'm going to take this one if you don't mind because I looked into it a little bit. Unless you know a lot about him, go for um, it. I Indian don't even signed... know how to pronounce this guy's name. Yeah. Tuesday night, Indians signed uh, right-handed pitcher Zach Godley and uh, assigned him to AAA Columbus. I think this is one of those things where we're just throwing everything at the wall and seeing what sticks. Where the Brad Peacock one obviously made me, you gotta let me fly, um, made me really excited um, about what he could do. And, you know, professional veteran, you know, true serviceable guy that kind of surprised he's not up. I never heard of, I thought I maybe knew the last name, but not really. And then I pulled up his baseball reference and was like, what? I mean, this guy sucks. Like he sucks big old, big old bag (laughs) wieners. Like he's not good. And even his best was never anything that I, so I, let's trust the pitching factory, right? But I don't think anybody needs to remember this name because, uh, I mean, I, I don't get this one, but, um, 
Why don't you, I know you're not going to enjoy it, give me an update on uh, on kind of what happened with Naylor here. Yeah, so he, he goes back. He, uh, he he stayed overnight in Minnesota. Uh, when the team left, he stayed there an, an extra night to kind of get looked at a little bit more. Um, and that's how we found out about the fibia and the ligament tears. Um, and then he went back to Cleveland Clinic to get a second look uh, by the, the Indians doctors, obviously. Um, and they confirmed everything that Minneapolis said. Uh, so he's th- undergoing surgery, uh, which well, last night now, um, mm-hmm. for multiple fibula fractures and ligament tearing in his right leg uh, slash ankle. And li- like we said, um, this is his. The, the, he's out the rest of the year. The, you're not oh, yeah. I mean, it's, that. no, he's out. It's just like, when could he hopefully come back, you know, next year kind of thing. It's real yep. bad. Uh, you you kind of hope that it's not another Grady Sizemore scenario where one bad injury and now this kid can never get back again. Yeah, because he's not he's not a star and he's he, no, he's not not at all. But I get but, what you were saying about the Grady thing, right? Just like this could be a literally career. Well, so what I'm injury. saying is Josh Naylor's not a star by any means. He's not he's not a household name. But he's you can tell that he's a clubhouse guy. He he's always smiling, he's always having a good time. Um he just seems like a, a, a nice guy to be around, you know what I mean? And oh yeah. It's losing like someone man. like that in a locker room can almost be it's just as bad as losing like a a Shane Bieber. Yeah. Cause guys like that are a glue to a locker room. They're they're the ones that kind of bring everyone together and in, in a, a series where you go down two to the Tigers, it's someone like that, that kind of picks the whole team up and kind of lightens the mood and gets everyone back on track to play tomorrow. Mm-hmm. True. I just obviously keep thinking of him and, you know, just hope he gets better and doesn't affect his whole career. But yeah, he's I will say he is going to have some dope ass scars now on his leg. I think he would rather not have them, but I get it. I mean, if it has to happen, he yeah. probably is going to have some pretty wicked, wicked uh, scars. But yeah, I'm going to transition to a four-game set against the Astros. Lord, shine your light on me, save me, please. Um, Thursday, July first, series opener against the Trastros. Uh, Seven ten, Framber Valdez four and one. 211 ERA. He's a dog. If you don't know his name, you're going to learn. Framber can fucking pitch, plain and simple. Against JC Mejia, 1 and 2, 494 ERA. Uh, game two is on Friday. 7 10 start again. Lance McCullers, 5 and 1, 294 ERA. Against Sam fucking Henches, 1 and 2, 732 ERA. Um, Saturday, 7-15 start, Jake Odorizzi, 2-3, 8 ERA versus Eli Morgan, who's 1-2 with a 9-3-7 ERA. And then Sunday, Zach fucking Cranky, 8-2, 3-6-5 ERA. Probably a Hall of Fame pitcher. Go look at his stats. Um, Cal versus Cal Quantrill, who's 0-2, 4-1-1 ERA. Sometimes he has trouble finding the ballpark in relation to Granke. So um, 
Astros come in 48 and 33, 5 and 5 in their last 10. They're coming in on a four game skid. Where but don't let them fool you. Swept by Baltimore. Yeah, which is rough. Uh, don't let it fool you, though. They are right now um, one of the best teams, if not the best team in baseball. They just went on that little skid, but they were firing on all cylinders prior to that really weird four-game sweep. Um, don't let it fool you. They can pitch. They can hit. They can play defense. They run. They can hit. They can hit. They can hit. Oh, my fucking God, can they hit? <laughs> Mom, pick me up. I'm not trying to watch any of these games. I'm going to be honest. Indians yeah. come in 42 and 35, four and six in their last 10. Paul, I'm not going to give a whole preview. I got one thing to say. Number one goal, don't get dicked. Like, that's the only way to put it. <laughs> don't get dicked. Like, this is going to be bad. And I hate saying this, but if we get one game, I'm not complaining. Like, yeah, I just don't want to get swept. I want to I wanna be a team at the end of the year that can sit there and say, you know what? At least we didn't get swept this year. No yeah. brooms. No I want brooms. Us to be Everybody allergic keep to them brooms. in the closet. I mean, we're a very inclusive pod. So, but other yeah. than that, but keep your brooms in the closet. All right, everybody yeah. else will support you. Yeah. Um, love is love. Uh, but yeah, we're we're gonna see what the kids are made of. They're gonna. <laughs> There, there's a chance you might see some guys with their cell phones trying to call their mom. I'm just gonna be honest on the mound. <laughs> like, you can't tell me Sam yeah. Hinches isn't about to like fucking be like, "Mom, pick me up. I'm not having fun anymore." Yeah, fucking Eli Michael Brantley. Eli Morgan's Michael. gonna. I hope. Hopefully, hopefully Parker doesn't pitch because he might actually shit his pants. I know. I think if I look at this, the best shot is Saturday, Odorizzi versus Morgan, because he's serviceable enough that if the bats do something in Odorizzi, um, he has a high whip. He used to be on my fantasy team last year, and he's pitching a little bit better, but I know him pretty well. Um, even when he was like dominating last year, he had some big issues with like just just runners, right? So if we capitalize, that's the one that I feel like we've seen Morgan go up against good teams, a la the Cubs. Um, but Cal Quantrill versus Granky is never a good day. Regard, I mean, all these are tough, regardless of our like yeah. ninth string starters who came from like a church league, like you know, that are still trying to like learn to throw a baseball, and not a softball. Which I'm still surprised we haven't gotten our calls yet. I'm, I'm, yeah. Honestly, at this point, I'm kind of hurt. Yeah, I need to like check the like the contact form, and I wonder if you know they, you know, a zero. I don't know what they mixed it up with, but something a three and an eight, something like that. A, but a, a six and a a, a zero because I put lines through my zeros. Oh, okay, they yeah. Saw that yeah. And like, I don't know, man. But Michael Brantley's coming back, but everybody else they're gonna boo. But just to put it in perspective, and I'll just say it really fast because I can't help myself. Team stats, all of MLB, Houston Astros, a team batting average, a team. Batting average, 275. If one of our players hits 275, I'd shit my pants. Okay? RBIs, 448. Two. 448. Two's a number for for batting average? You can start with the two? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) 448 RBIs. That's number one in all of baseball. So, okay. Um, I'm looking for the Indians. Uh, we are number. Why can I not find Let this? Me 22 guess. Let three? me guess. 
Uh, what are you talking about? Batting average right now? No, no, no. RBIs. RBIs. I'm going to say we are um, 21st. 22nd. You didn't hear me say it? No. Nice. I'm impressed. Yeah. So, number one in average, number one in RBIs, number 10 in home runs, um, number one in runs scored, number one in OBP. Ask me what their OBP is as a team. As a team. Let me, let me try to guess. OBP as oh. a team. I am going to say it is... Three fourteen. Three fifty OBP. Jesus fucking Christ. I thought I was going I thought I was being generous. I no, really thought I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go high. That's insane. Like if somebody has a three fifty OBP like three five zero. Yeah, as a team. Like that's a serviceable OBP for any player. Their whole team is it's 350. averaging that. Yep. Holy slugging. Fuck me. Second place with a 446, just behind a little bit behind the Blue Jays. So number one in average, number one in RBIs, number one in runs scored, number one in OBP, uh, second in slugging, not by too much, number one in OPS. Okay, guys, the average Major League player output is about 750 OPS. And I know we need to do a better uh, job, and we're going to get to this in a future episode of like just walking through and making sure everybody understands averages, right? So average is about 750. That's a good player. Like, that's not like, oh, you're, I mean, that's a solid major league player, right? And that's where you get into 800, you're good. 900 is really, really great. If you get into one dot, you're elite top 10 player, okay? Paul, ask me what you think their team OPS is. That means all nine batters. Eight ten. Oh, way too... Oh, no, sorry, actually. So, a little less, 796. But that is... I don't even know how many I'm players... I'm fucking that, close on these things. Yeah, you are honestly close. 796. Like, that's an above-average, solid OPS for an individual. Their whole team, guys. Holy shit. They are lead the league in hits, and they are number two in the league in doubles with 160. So... um. Again, the only thing that I've been waiting all week to say this is, Lord, shine your light on me. Save me, please. Like, this is going to be bad. Get two seatbelts and discount double check, baby. Because we're about to get discount double dicked this weekend. (laughs) It's going to be so bad. So, anyway. Hopefully it rains again and all these games get rained out. Yeah, so our, we're going to see what the young kids are made of, and they're going to sweat. I'm so scared. I'm not probably going to watch any of these. Um, or, you know, like, with, you know, your eyes or your hands over your eyes, just barely peek it through like, uh. but uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's that. Um, you got oh, anything man. else? Nothing. <laughs> really, just let that rip. Yeah. I, first off, I just want I, I want to say fuck the Astros. They're cheaters. Um, that they, uh, if what bothers me, and I've I've, I've been kind of waiting for for this episode to say all this, right? Mm-hmm. Is so it kind of goes back to the sticky stuff. You're going to suspend someone for ten games for using a substance that's been used in baseball for 
uh, I'd say about a hundred years at this point. Um, yeah. But yet they are the Astros got caught cheating, confirmed to have cheated to win a World Series, and not a single person was punished. Yeah, because they said they wouldn't have learned what happened if you know they wouldn't have worked with the commissioner's office with you know um, with immunity and shit. Yeah. Bullshit. At, at a minimum, here. they should have to. The title should be removed. Yep. Like, doesn't mean you give it to the Dodgers, but you automatically just take it from them. You put an asterisk. You know, the Houston asterisk um, is, which is my favorite nickname, by the way, because it's so smooth. Houston asterisk um, is you put an asterisk next to it and you vacate the title. Nobody gets it. The Dodgers don't get it by default that way because you literally never know what would have happened. But you are confirmed to have known that, like, yeah, they hit like 350 at home and hit like 130 in that World Series on the road or that whole postseason. They're fucking cheaters. And honestly, the most egregious part for me, I wasn't ready to turn this on, but just like that, stoves going up, is the worst part was how fucking pathetic they were apologizing in those press conferences where they thought it was a game. Alex Bregman looking like he's never read something in his whole fucking life. And is like, we're very sorry about what we've chosen to do. And then they're smirking and like, you don't fucking care. You didn't get in trouble. You get to keep yeah. it. You get all Correa, this Correa uh, uh, came out and said like, well, I'm not sorry. Like, yep. What? And then they tried to be all cute and they were like trying to own. They were acting like, oh, us, let's rally in the clubhouse. Everybody against us. It's not because you're a dark, you know, a, a sleeper team. It's because you fucking cheated and everybody hates you. You're not like some villain story. And the like, thing trying is, to is that they, they're a good team, even with them not cheating. They're a they good are an incredible team. team. Incredible team. They've been in the ALCS four years in a row, folks. Guess what? They'll probably make it five this year. You heard that right. They've been to the championship series four years in a row. That's nuts. They are an incredible team. How they handled it more after the fact is almost as bad as what they did. Yeah, it still 100%. wouldn't ever like it's actually just as bad. It was never going to fix it, and it would always be fuck the Astros. But they somehow made it so much worse. Like now, I will say that uh, Trevor Bauer has a has. I watched his, he had that vlog last year, like he called it inside the COVID season or whatever the fuck he called it on his YouTube channel. And he, he mm-hmm. broke down uh, like a little piece on it saying that that he's the, the pitching ninja, right? He was a part of the original GoFundMe for it. But, and yeah. he, but another, the only other team or like, I guess, organization in baseball to buy these things were the Houston Astros. And they bought like 70 of these motherfuckers and put it throughout yep. the entire fucking stadium. Yep. And they said like, oh, the, you know, the the owner, the GM and, and all that didn't know. Bullshit. I've, I've heard, I've listened to enough MLB network radio and stuff where GMs talk and they're like, you have to sign off on all that stuff. Like you don't just get to buy it. Like, yeah, people know people that that was an organization top to bottom decision to do that shit. And I really don't think that what's his name? AJ Hinch wanted to do it. And he actually did speak out against it. And all the reports say like they basically told like he lost his clubhouse basically. And he smashed one of the TVs or something with it because he didn't want to do it. But here's the thing. The GM and people above him were saying like, no, nah, dog, we're going to do this. So you're just like a puppet in it. So I will say. 
I don't like AJ Hinch, but I also don't want him banned necessarily. They should have banned um, Alex Correa from, uh, isn't that his name? Alex Cora, sorry. Alex Cora from, at the time, was the bench coach, instrumented the entire cheating thing, and then took it to the Red Sox and tried to use it. So he should just be banned from baseball. Alex, or AJ Hinch at least, was like, there was all this proof of like, yeah, he didn't really fucking want to do it when he really figured it out. I was like, guys, we need to knock it off. But people above him, the manager, you want to talk about how high this must have went that he was powerless. And they're like, oh, you know, it was just that they tried to just blackball people. It was all the players. Fuck them. You cheated the game yep. and you somehow made it five times worse. I, It was amazing. They could have just done... Not said anything, and it would have been better than the way they acted. So, 100%. fuck him. I, Jose, Jose Altuve used to be one of my favorite players, and he's a little fucking baby back bitch. And he, I could meet him in the streets, but he's like five. Oh, two. yeah, he's fucking like 4'11". I know, I'll put him in my fucking pocket. Come yeah. catch these hands, bro. He really was one of my favorite players in the entire league besides I know, I never liked him. Well, there was something, and I mean, you can attest to this. Even like I came home on leave one time. We were sitting there watching baseball. You're talking about how much you like Jose Altuve. I wanted them to win the World Series in live time. That World Series that they won, we watched. You're right. Yeah. We watched that when I lived in Ohio. And, and I was rooting for them. Yeah. And I remember you, you, you said something about Jose Altuve. And I was like, I for some reason, I just don't like that guy. Yeah. You were he's on a it. fucking snake. Yeah, he is. That whole fucking team. I just can't believe they really walk around like, oh, why not us? Like, we're going to show them. Like, no, you need to put your tail between your legs. Like, you're still a baseball team, but there's a reason people don't like you. It's not because you're cute or because, oh, you have it so badly. It's because you're the worst. Yeah. So, fuck Jose Everyone besides late. Michael Brantley, because I still like Michael Brantley. Yeah, Michael Brantley's wonderful, and he wasn't there for it. But Yep, he's a real um, yeah, it, most beautiful swing in baseball and one of the most beautiful swings ever. I love him so much. But, uh, yeah, we're going long. Um, you got anything else? No, I'm glad man. you brought that up, though, because yeah, this I, is the time to do it. You're right. Yeah. I just wasn't expecting it. We didn't I, 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 I've been I've been waiting for like a month to bring this up about them uh, for when we played them. So, uh, yeah, fuck the Astros. Uh, but other than that, <laughs> nah, I don't, got, I don't got anything else, man. You got anything for me? I think just everybody have a safe and very happy 4th of July weekend. Um, We're recording it, obviously, on the 3rd here. And just in general, that would happen during the series. So everybody enjoy it. Uh, Independence Day. um, Not just, you know, Will Smith saving the world from aliens. But seriously, uh, everyone enjoy it. And uh, thanks so much for listening. If you like what you hear, please subscribe follow and consider leaving us a review and as always you can email us any suggestions you have at 216baseballpod at gmail.com and you're going to want to make sure to follow us on twitter at 216baseballpod we're pretty funny or at least we think so and try and engage on there so definitely appreciate a follow there and we're going to be back on tuesday to give you an update on the houston asterix series fuck them go tribe fuck the astros <laughs>